How to break bad financial habits. We discovered how habits are made two weeks ago. Last week, we learned how to build good habits. But how do we break bad financial habits? James Clear discusses this in his book, Atomics Habits, as well. We've learned the four laws of behavior change last week for building good habits. And it turns out we can invert those laws to help us break bad habits. The four positive laws are, number one, make it obvious. Number two, make it attractive. Number three, make it easy. And number four, make it satisfying. So if we want to break bad habits, we can invert those. And we get, number one, make it invisible. Right, so make it obvious to make it invisible. Number two, we go from make it attractive to make it unattractive. Number three, we go from make it easy to make it difficult. And number four, we go from make it satisfying to make it unsatisfying. Let's dive into each and look at how we might break the bad habit of a daily Starbucks drink, as we discussed two weeks ago, and other bad financial habits. Remember two weeks ago when we were discussing how they're made, we had the example of people who have a daily Starbucks drink, stop at Starbucks every day, and how it can quickly add up to a lot of money over the course of a year, decade, and so on. It's not necessarily a bad habit if you're already achieving all of your goals, but if you're behind on everything else you should and want to be doing financially, then possibly spending $100 a month on coffee isn't a good habit. So how would we break a habit like the daily Starbucks drink? So number one, rule number one for breaking bad financial habits is to make it invisible. Experiencing a cue is what starts off the habit loop. The cue causes the craving, requiring a response that reinforces repetition through reward. All right, which is a big fancy way of saying that you have a cue, you experience something, it makes you want to crave the outcome that cues a response, you do, either you do or you do not do the habit. But if you do, there's some kind of reward that reinforces that repetition. The easiest way to reduce or eliminate bad habits is to make the cues invisible. If you have a daily Starbucks drink habit, this is likely brought on by the scene of Starbucks every day on the way to work. You can help break this habit by going to a different way to work. Right? Take a different exit. Drive past a turn and go through the back. Whatever you need to do to avoid driving past the queue. When you don't see it, you don't do it. Or perhaps you have the habit of mindlessly shopping on Amazon. You check your phone, see the Amazon app, and tap it. You scroll and buy some knickknack you didn't know you wanted until you saw it. In some ways, seeing the item was the cue. You saw it, cue, which triggered a craving for that item. In the past, you've purchased items and gotten a reward in the form of monetary or momentary excitement when you opened the items and enjoyed the first experience. You now believe you'll get the same reward if you act out the same response, one-clicked ordering of the item. But there was an earlier cue, seeing the Amazon app. What is one way to break an Amazon shopping habit? Delete the Amazon app from your phone. Make it invisible. This alone may not cure your bad habit, but it will curb it. And we'll come back to it. 
But law number two for breaking bad financial habits is to make it unattractive. You want that delicious, venti, extra hot, double cup, triple shot, oat milk, no whip, extra cream of French vanilla latte. Or insert your drink of choice. The mere thought of one makes your mouth water. It sounds attractive to you. Make it unattractive. If you're trying to break this habit with a hot drink, go twice more. Order a cup of ice on the side. Then dump a bunch of ice into your hot drink. Water it down to room temperature and then drink it. It's not the same. No one likes lukewarm coffee. It must either be hot or iced, not bleh. Make your drink gross. Do it two or three times on purpose and no sneaking in that quick sip of deliciousness before you ruin it. You are trying to ruin the memory of this bad habit. You are trying to make it unattractive. And before you gripe, like, why would I do that? Why would I purposely go and waste that money? That's the point. Yes, that is a waste of money, which is why you must do it. Wasting money should also be unattractive. But if you spend $15 wasting three drinks to save $100 a month on coffee, that's an excellent return on investment. Pair that with bringing a good cup of coffee from home. Take a few sips of a ruined $5 drink and then take a few from a hot and tasty 50 cent drink. It's all relative and your homebrew will now taste amazing in comparison with that lukewarm garbage. You'll start a new good habit of brewing coffee for cheap at home and you'll save time. If you have time to swing through a drive through you have time to make it at home. Bad financial habits law number three is to make it difficult. Billions of dollars are spent every year by mega corporations to make spending money with them as easy as possible. Let's make it difficult instead. Driving a different way makes getting a Starbucks drink difficult. Leaving your wallet at home and only bringing your driver's license makes it difficult to impossible. I don't think they give you a free cup if you can't pay. Make shopping on Amazon difficult. Remove the app. Block it on your phone's internet browser so you can't access it from your phone at all. That way you have to purposely be somewhere in front of a computer, in front of something in order to access it. Delete your Prime subscription so you can't get items as easily. Block it on all your devices so that you need to have a friend order things for you and then go through the hassle of paying them back. Yes, it's a hassle. That's the point. We're trying to make it difficult. Get creative. Almost every bad financial habit is partly because it is easy to do. Think of creative ways to make it difficult and you can break the habit. And lastly, bad financial habits, law number four, make it unsatisfying. The reward is what solidifies the habit. No reward, no habit. No one has the habit of poking themselves in the eye daily with a pencil. It's not satisfying. Bad habits have satisfying rewards, even if those rewards are always temporary and the consequences lasting. Drinking a 600-calorie drink daily is satisfying for the 10 to 20 minutes of the drink, and the smaller wallet and larger waistline last far longer. We must make it unsatisfying. A lukewarm coffee makes the thought of it unattractive. 
but also makes the actual drink unsatisfying. Making cues invisible makes it easier, but you can't always count on that. Making it unsatisfying will help you when you stumble across an old cue. If all we're trying to do is, is make cues invisible, eventually you'll still hit some. But if you also make it unsatisfying, those two work well in tandem. A two-week delay in receiving an impulse purchase is not as satisfying as next-day delivery. Canceling your Prime subscription makes shopping less satisfying. You can also use accountability and public announcements to make it even less satisfying. Perhaps you commit to making a matching donation for any amount you spend on Amazon to the opposite political party. It doesn't sound as satisfying to buy this phone case on Amazon if I must also donate the same amount to the opposition. That's how you break bad financial habits, or any habits for that matter. Use any or multiple of the inverted four laws, which are, again, to make it invisible, make it unattractive, make it difficult, and make it unsatisfying. These concepts are not difficult to understand, right? This makes intuitive sense. The application is where it requires thought and intention. I'd highly recommend you get the book Atomic Habits. You may be thinking, well, I already know all the laws and the main concepts of the book. Why do I need to get it? Because knowledge without belief will never lead to action. You have some surface level knowledge of how habits work and how to make them and how to break them. But reading or listening through the book will build on that knowledge and reinforce it until you believe it. And as we covered in episode three, nothing happens until you actually believe in it. That's when you will take action, build good financial habits, and break bad financial habits. Know, believe, and then act. If you enjoyed that, you would love being part of our free membership community. It's called Retire Membership, and it has a host of benefits all for free. For example, you can always buy my book, 3D Retirement Income, on Amazon. But if you join us at Retire Membership, we will send you either a hard copy or paperback for free, provide the ebook and the audiobook so that you can listen to it if you don't have time to read it. In addition to that, we'll also provide you with a bunch of content that you can't get anywhere else. For example, we have our quarterly retire mentorship magazine, which comes out quarterly and has no ads whatsoever. It's just timely content to help you stay the course. We also have workbooks for our free online workshop to help you get the most out of those, flowcharts to help you make better decisions, and a weekly email to provide timely content that you can unsubscribe from at any time. We never ask for any payment information, and we never share your information with anyone else. We just want to provide timely content and help you stay the course to retire successfully and stay successfully retired. There's no reason to wait, so join us now at retiremembership.com, where you can click in the link in the description, and it'll go right there. We can't wait to see you in the community. Cheers. This podcast is educational only and is not investment, tax, or legal advice.